0: Hello and welcome to that 90s wrestling podcast. I'm your host, James Sloan. and today's special guest. She is a member of the legendary Hart family and the daughter of my favorite wrestler growing up, the late great British Bulldog, Georgia Smith. How are you doing, Georgia?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: Good, thanks. Uh just think is uh gone crazy again with lockdown, but we're just making the most of it. So we'll just take it. take it how we do. <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: exactly. And I'm so glad to I know. Uh, we've been going back and forth and it's been busy on my end and you know just with your stuff going on there so we finally have come together
0: yeah it's uh, it's going to be a great chat like i said and um like growing up in the uk my two guys bulldog and brett and it was always them two. and we'll talk yeah. about some, we'll talk about some when my loyalties was torn but yeah to have the privilege of having you on the show it's just such a great thing just have great chat about your legendary father so i'm looking forward to it
1: awesome
0: cool so i think the first thing we'll talk about obviously is the store so you started the uh instagram page literally like beginning of the year pretty much and it's just completely blew up and yeah. which is great because yes. like i said uk guy i only had so many like uk uh, wrestlers growing up to watch uh, your father the main one and obviously william regal R- but to see the ima- I- Bulldog was always so popular over here in the UK and all across Europe but even like Canada and America so to see the amount of support for you and for the channel and for the store it's just great to see.
1: Uh, Yeah Uh, I started it uh, January 7th 2019 and I was like you know what there's nothing really of my dad's that's out there there's not really a platform for him you know I know there was like some kind of like fan pages but I was like let me just see what will happen. I didn't expect anything. I was just like, I just want to do something nice for my dad. And yeah. some, cause he's got so many pictures and videos, as you can imagine.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, uh,
1: I follow Shannon Lee, you know, Bruce Lee's daughter on uh, Instagram oh, right. posts yeah. content of her dad and big following. And I was like, I like what she does with that. And so I did that. And, you know, it went to like 1000 followers, 4,000, 14,000, 30,000, <laughs> 40,000. And it just, now, you know, I'm up to, I think, 53,000 now. So,
0: oh, wow.
1: yeah, yeah. And uh, it's all happened, you know, uh, over a year. And it's just me running it, solely me. I do everything on it. And, you know, fans That's will great. submit pictures. And, you know, and we are, I like to call this uh, the bulldog movement. You know, we are <laughs> we're Team Davey. So, you know, we all share things together and any content that they can give me I will tag them and uh you know it's just it's just all for Davey it's a celebration yeah. of him and his career and you know I want people to see the eyes of me like or as a daughter who the person I saw growing up yeah. who I him how I yeah. saw him. and then you know I I just I just try to have everything that I can on there of him uh with merchandise uh videos pictures um art you name it it's, yeah. it's all Davey and people will say to me like, well, what are you going to do when you run out of content? And I'm like,
0: oh, no chance that. No chance
1: that happening. No <laughs> There's really none. Just every day. And, you know, he doesn't he hasn't had any new content in nearly 20 years. Yeah. So the fact that this has blown up as much as it has, I was I was a little surprised mm. in a good way because I didn't I didn't I was like, oh, you know, I didn't think I did not think that this would happen. And, you know, I don't know if this helped nudge him in the Hall of Fame then I mean, great. And um there's been some other projects coming up for him that are linked to his social media. So it's just, you know, it doesn't cost anybody anything. It doesn't cost me anything. It doesn't cost fans to share and like. and um, you know, so it's it's just I just tried to turn, you know, a lot of things with my dad. people associate with the negative and um, mm. you know, with how he with, you know his, early death and um you know his issues and stuff like that so i just wanted to turn something into a positive yeah and what what i've got you know i don't have him anymore um i haven't had him in a long time but what do i have i have a yeah. legacy i have his fan base so i just tried to make it work
0: <laughs> one of the uh, one of my favorite videos and uh, i think i tagged your page and you probably already saw it before i even posted it but it was of uh, your mum and dad's uh, wedding and yeah. there's dynamite in the background uh, anvils giving a speech and uh like even uh stew that smiled it's the first time i've ever seen stew smile on camera and yeah. it was such a lo- and i think i tagged your mother and all them minute. it was such a lovely video to watch and uh yeah it was uh, it, it was really nice to watch but yeah i um like i uh, for the uh, website uh, well the instagram page quite closely and Whenever I see a photo, I try and like, like it when I can, because like I said, Davey and Brett, they was my two guys growing up. So um, whenever I see something of Davey, yeah, straight away, I like it. But um, I suppose the first thing I'll ask as well. Um, so, yeah, growing up, I was about to ask you, when did you realize your dad was a big deal? But then I saw a picture <laughs> you put earlier when you said you was walking around Disneyland and Mickey Mouse came up with a notepad and pen. So I- I'll let you tell the story. <laughs>
1: Uh, Yeah. So I remember I was like, you know, when you're a kid and you see all the people dressed up as like Donald Duck and Mickey Mouse and Goofy and uh, when you're a little kid and you see that. And I think it was probably the first time I was ever at Disney World. Yeah, uh, I think it was like our first time, like at an outing, um, you know, with my dad and the height of his fame. And I can tell that picture's in 92. So obviously he was at the peak. Yeah, and, uh, I saw Mickey Mouse and I was like oh my god it's Mickey Mouse and uh, I wanted his autograph and there's like a girl dressed as Pris- Princess Jasmine and anyway the guy like turns and he sees my dad and he's like screw that I want him to sign my, <laughs> <laughs> my notebook so I, I remember that and I was like oh well yeah that's my dad Mickey Mouse wants an autograph from my dad um, but yeah I always kind of knew I mean that was that was a, a, a turning point there but i knew something my dad wasn't an ordinary dad he didn't look like dad. he didn't have an ordinary dad schedule so uh i kind of uh you know that was it was all i knew with him
0: yeah one of the things i do have to ask about because obviously he's got him in that picture the uh dreadlocks um he went through a lot of hairstyle changes <laughs> but yeah the dreadlocks was it your mother who she said had- to him to get up yeah
1: yeah, she came up with the uh, cornrows or dreadlocks. Yeah. She she was like, What's something different? And uh, you know, he had the red, white, and blue beads on That's it. That's right. she, she um so when he had it, it was his hair was only about that long. And he had right. like the foot. So it was kind of short up here, and then he had like some length out here. So the rest of the pieces were all extensions and uh, he grew they grew into longer pieces as you can see in ninety two and ninety three. Yeah um but yeah she did she came up with that
0: yes uh it's weird as well because in the uk it's not something you associate most uh uk men having dreadlocks so he definitely yeah. stood out
1: <laughs> i don't know of like anybody else i don't again
0: Sorry? i don't
1: know i don't know of anybody else who's done that like look again it was just like a one-off
0: <laughs> yeah so hold on
1: forget.
0: But was great. And uh, obviously, we'll have to talk about the legendary uh, Hart House. So uh, what was it like? Uh, did you uh, live close by the Hart House? Or, mm-hmm. And was you there pretty much all the time?
1: Yeah, I was there pretty much all the time. And there was the famous Sunday dinners where we'd have a lot of the family members there. My grandfather and my Aunt Georgia did most of the cooking. Um, you know, it was <laughs> pretty much from bottom to the top of things going on. You know, Teddy Hart lived in there attic and uh my uncle smith lived there and then in the basement you had the the infamous dungeon and then outside when it was warm we had the wrestling ring and my cousins and i used to like put water in the ring and like slide in it because it was like that yeah. vinyl <laughs> so that was fun we play a four corner tag um yeah lots of lots of animals lots of excitement lots of people lots of wrestling uh Yeah, it was a it was a really fun part of my childhood and my grandfather's house. I mean, I'm sure obviously you've seen it, but it was like no other house. So I remember taking the ride uh, to and from school and I'd always have to drive past my grandfather's house in the school bus and kids would be like, whoa, I wonder who lives there. And that house, I'm going to buy that house. And I I never really said like, oh, that's my grandpa's. I just kind of kept quiet about it. And then some people would be like, oh, I bet that's haunted. (laughs) It was, it was, was, but it was good. Um, My cousins, they're like, they're like my best friends. Um, You know, they're the only people that kind of, I think, understand me and I understand them. (laughs) Um, You know, we're a bit, a bit quirky, a bit dysfunctional, but, you know, we're good people. We're good people. Um, Yeah. So it was, uh, I really miss my grandfather's house. Now, I can't believe that it's been gone. I mean, it got sold, what, 2004? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, so, but I remember everything about it. And, um, you know, after my grandparents died, it wasn't really
0: the, the same, same
1: anymore. No, it was like that That uh, charm, that personality was a bit, it was It was just a bit like a, just a house after, a very cold yeah. brick house. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, they, they added all the, all the beautiful things in that house and I think that's where I get like I've, I'm a bit of like an interior or think I'm an interior designer and I think I get that from my grandfather you know you look in clips of my family videos um like all the chandeliers and the Persian carpets and the beautiful mo- mohair uh chairs and um yeah it was just such a st- and my grandfather did that all on his own he did all that he thought all of that like yeah that is a gift like coming up with all that because i sure as heck wouldn't be able to but now that i've seen what he did i'm like that's my that's like my goals my inspiration is to have something as beautiful as what he created yeah And props to him for for doing all that plus raising 12 kids and a wrestling promotion and you know so yeah yeah i was i was very privileged
0: crazy and um like uh it's well known for Owen was the biggest uh, prankster, especially, I suppose, for the second generation hats. But among yourselves and the third generation hats, your cousins, I've got a feeling it's Teddy, but who is the most mischievous one?
1: <laughs> um, That's a good question. Ted's pretty up there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, like, with, like, pranks and, like, impressions, my brother. All Ted, right. Pretty good. And... Uh, tj he's not my uh, blood but tj is really really might funny as,
0: might as well be <laughs> he's living yeah, uh, his own life
1: probably like the funniest person i know
0: yeah cool. so- i'd love to speak i'd love to speak to him one day um, but yeah and uh mentioned it earlier the uh, legendary match between your father and brett at uh, Wembley summerslam 92 mm-hmm. so was you in attendance for it i would imagine or uh, was you at home
1: I was there, so that picture that you saw today at Disney World, that was the yeah. size, that was me. Um, but that's what I would have been at SummerSlam 92. Right. So I was about four, going right about five years old. So yeah, I remember uh, SummerSlam, I remember staying, we stayed at my grandparents' house first, up in uh, Goulburn, up near Wigan. Yep. Uh, yep. You know, for my dad to get rid of us, all of us to get rid of jet lag, and my dad to see his family, my dad had that really bad staph infection in his knee yeah. that he was recovering from. And he was really, uh, I mean, he, he was better in England, but leading up to that, he, he wasn't good. He was, like, sweating a lot and um, was sick and pale. But, uh, yeah, he, he got, was improved, and uh, we took the train. It was the first train ride I'd ever had from up north up down to London. And I remember, I think we stayed at the Marriott or Ramada, and, um, but I remember seeing like uh, Paul Bearer, Undertaker, um, Ultimate Warrior, all like in catering. I remember that. I remember I met Sean Mooney and I remember Sean Mooney because he was like the broad- main broadcaster. So I would oh, always yeah. see him on TV. So I think this was the first time I'd actually seen him in person. I was like, oh my God. Like to me, he was like like a celebrity. Kind of, the microphone. <laughs> not I'm like, not oh, the this
0: Undertaker, is... Sean Mooney.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, this is Sean Mooney. I remember him and my mom talking. I remember it was just like rush, 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 go, go, go stress 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 and I remember like getting to the actual arena and it was like you it felt like you're walking for miles to get to your seat and it was it was a lot it was a uh, yeah and uh, I didn't really see my mom for most of the day and I remember my grandparents and I and uh Harry and my dad's family yeah. we all sat in the royal box so that's where the queen sits at these events and the royal box is Way up in the nosebleed seats. So I remember the actual ring and everything was like that, that big. It was like really wow. tiny. It was like <laughs> poly pockets, like 80,000 poly pockets. Yeah. And uh, like you could barely see like the Titan Tron. And um, I just remember like once my dad won, that was like the biggest reaction ever. And yeah. I was like, God, he won. That's amazing. Um, yeah. And I didn't really like understand. You know, as a kid, you see, like, your uncle and your dad feuding. And I didn't really, I didn't really understand, like, why are they fighting? And I remember being in <laughs> and we're watching, like, the buildup on the TV. It was, like, on Sky Sports or something. You know, you're watching da- Brett's promo, then you're watching Davey's promo. And it was, like, back-to-back. And I saw my dad in bed, and I was like, I don't know, if, like, how he's going to do this. How is he? But I didn't know, like, the magnitude. I just thought it was, yeah. you know, fight on TV. Not, you know? <laughs> sold out in 11 hours
0: yeah it was <laughs> a main event was...
1: In a continental championship you know so i remember that and uh i remember my dad was like it was very tense and my mom and dad my brother and i were sharing one bed and my parents were sharing one bed and my brother and i were like kicking each other and fighting on my parents and my dad was like stop shut up <laughs> <I'm the bed!" laughs> i was like you man <laughs> but it was you know Obviously, I would have been stressed. The next yeah. day, I was wrestling in front of eighty thousand.
0: Biggest as much of your <laughs> career.
1: My um, career. Yeah, that was that's about all I remember of SummerSlam. And then, you know, after that, my dad went back and forth or stayed in England for long periods of time because he had um, did the, the independent circuit. Yeah. Back in yeah ninety four, and that's that right, yeah. where we watched um, the SummerSlam with Owen and Brett. Hmm. uh, That's right. Yeah. And I remember being in England watching that. And I remember it was like, Davey should be there. Yeah. (laughs) What I mean? And then he, you know, came back. And, yeah. So, yeah. But, you know, watching SummerSlam, going back and looking at it, you know, I watched it with my dad in like 2002, a little before he died. Like we were watching bits and pieces of it. And, you know. It's not It's not what it is today. Like, when you watched it back then, it was a big deal. Again, it was, yeah, like it was one of the best matches of all time. But it wasn't really... It was just kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, it was a good match. And, you know, they didn't really go back there again. And, but when you, now it's, like, more talked about than ever. It's become yeah. more of a classic. It's just, like, it was history in the making. So it was history made. <laughs> and I, I think...
0: think uh, Sorry, uh, I think WWE actually done a special on it this year, uh, talking about it, I'm sure they did. Um, Yes, they did. About the match itself. Um, Yeah, they did, actually. And, uh, yeah, it's like you said, like in later years, it seems to be getting more and more respect and such a big match. And, like, you know, last time the UK had a major pay-per-view and see our guy, the Bulldog, uh, you know, tear the house down with Brett, it was just unreal. Like, I was only a three-year-old. Uh, when it happened oh my god so, you're only
1: three years old
0: oh yeah i look older than what i am <laughs> I but love. but i've been watching wrestling since i can remember sort of thing and uh my dad was a fan so like i could i could hear him saying that's oh, pret and bulldog and i can vaguely remember it and obviously he had it on tape so as like i grew i just get live reliving this video all the time so um yeah it's just such a great match um but uh there's one person i do want to talk to because i would imagine. Uh, you then had him split up before you came about uh, dynamite, mm-hmm. and I know they fell out on bad terms. But did he ever talk about him, like to you and Harry, or was it just you spoke nothing about him afterwards? Or did he like kind of regret? Not uh, did he ever like want to make things up with him ever again, or was it just no?
1: No, like I have no memories of dynamite because I was so young. Yeah. And- Know, growing up, it was, you know, all I knew was my dad as a singles wrestler. Yeah. I just knew the British Bulldog. And like I kind of knew a bit about Dynamite. You know, Harry had the old act dolls, the big rubber dolls of them. And I think we had some like maybe a few pictures in our house of them. But um, you know, dynamite was never spoken about in our house, you know, who was never right. brought up. He was never you know, I know some people stopped my dad. And I remember one time the guy, one guy just said like, oh, you know, where, what happened to your tag team partner? And my dad said like, oh, he hurt his back. And but that was like the only time. Yeah. He up. And then uh, when we went to England in 1998 for a vacation, my mom said like, well, maybe we should just go see him. And my dad said, I don't think that's a good idea. No. My mom was like, well, I don't get like, can we just I, mean, I think my mom was just just wanting to just see him just you know because we we i had seen dynamite's mom on that trip we'd gone to her house and i don't i think she just thought like let's just i don't know Mm. and he's and my dad said no we're not gonna do that so we didn't and then um you know we went back to canada and you know as time went on years later dynamite had his book that came out and oh
0: yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) not nice especially not nice about my dad and uh I remember I was I, I had had the book or somebody had sent me uh, sheets of it when I was like 14 like copies of it and I was reading pick pieces to my dad and my dad said he's just my dad didn't say anything bad my dad always said was he's just really bitter yeah and my dad was yeah. like he's very bitter yeah. and I was like okay and then you know that was my dad's just said like don't take notice of it he's like it's not the first time people are gonna say something about me or or jealous or you know we're trying to you know they're all mad about the result of things and i did better and they didn't so he was like that that was kind of the way it was and then um in 2000 and then my dad died and uh, from what i understand dynamite's reaction to it was well it all happens to everybody wow And that was the end of that conversation that, and then he hung up and like, that was all he said. So I was like, okay. And then in 2010, uh, I know his daughter Bronwyn was like, you know, she was reaching out to him and she wanted to see him. And I think she, I think she, she has like the, she had a connection with him. I know he wasn't her life and I know he wasn't, you know, I'm not going to say anybody's a bad parent and, or speak ill of the dead or anything, but, you know, he wasn't really there for her at all, no. but I think in his later part of his life, I think she felt like she she felt bad for him in his state. Yeah. I think she felt like he didn't have anybody. Yeah. I know he remarried and stuff, but I think she just felt like he had no family and he had so she wanted to to do that. When that was, you know, Bronwyn's got a really big heart and she's a really good person and She did that, you know, bought him clothes and, you know, spent time with him. And, you know, I think it was something that they both needed. And I think it really meant a lot to him. So after she did that, um, that was maybe October 2009 or 10. Um, I came to England at Christmas time, 2010. And I just thought, like, hey, you know, he seemed to be fine with Bronwyn and and Harry saw him as well.
0: Yeah. And I was like, yeah.
1: Yeah. So Harry went with Bronwyn. Um, cause WWE was, uh, touring there coincidentally. And, uh, but yeah. like, maybe I should just go see him and my dad's family. They weren't, they weren't happy about it. I think they knew what I was doing, but I just, I just wanted to see for myself. Yeah. Because there's so many stories. You see so many things and, you know, I, I'm not happy with how he spoke about my dad or how he treated my dad. You No, know, it, it's really sad, but he was a big part of my dad's life. Yeah. And he was, you know, at the end of the day, he's my family. So yeah. I was like, let me just go see him. And, you know, I thought if he's going to be indifferent or funny or tells me to get out, then, hey, I tried. You know. tried, yeah. So I went there and he said, holy shit, come on in. Well. <laughs> I said, okay. And, uh, you know, I gave him a picture. It was a black and white picture of him. It was with some trophy in Japan and it was him and my dad. And, uh, you know, I know he likes, liked his vodka. So I had some, uh, Russian vodka that Mickey Rourke given my mom at a WrestleMania, oh, uh, wow. <laughs> he was like here, I'll give it to him. And he was like, Oh, thanks. And he's like, do you want some tea? I said, sure. And he went in his kitchen and he, I saw him actually stand up and lean over the counter and he made me some tea and came out and he was like, Oh, he was talking to me. And he was watching some like old John Wayne movie. You know, he lives in, it lives in a, lived in a council house. And yeah. Um, it, it was it was sad. Yeah. And uh, he was just like, so how's your granddad? How's uh, how's Joanne? How's you know, my aunt. You know? How's Bronwyn? And just chatting. And he just said to me, he just said, I'm really sorry about what happened with your dad. I said I'm sorry about like him dying. I'm sorry how things happened. And I was like, wow. Yeah. You know, I didn't expect to hear that. And then um, I gave him a hug, and he started to cry. I was like, wow. I said, you it, get, you're
0: getting me teared up.
1: <laughs> and I said, Is it okay if I uh, come back again? And she said, Yeah, you can come back anytime. I said, Can I bring my mom? He said, Yeah, your mom can come in. She, she, she's fine to come in. He said, Just don't bring Michelle, <laughs> his ex yeah. I said, No, I don't think I'll be traveling with her to England. And he said, Yeah, she said, You, you guys can come by anytime. And then he told Brahman on the phone and he was really excited he's like you know who came by and saw me georgia came and saw me he was like i couldn't believe it and i had sent him um we had sent him a christmas card the next year and when i saw him again he had the christmas card on his uh fireplace he kept it that whole time so over that's a year there
0: that's great to know um, um you know he you know as he was nearing the end of his life he decided you know I can't I carried his scridge and he let you in and Harry in that so um that's so nice there and I don't know if you've noticed he's got um he's probably his brother's kids he's got two nephews uh yeah. Mark and Thomas Thomas is a spitting image of dynamite he's got mm-hmm. like hair down there he is a spit to two young guys I think like 19 and 17 um Billington Bulldogs I think come but uh they're looking pretty good like training uh the it they remind me of the Bulldogs like real young, so um, keep an eye out for them, they're doing some good stuff. Um, yeah, I've
1: seen some things about them, and you know, uh, good for them,
0: yeah. So, hopefully, uh, two young lads, just UK guys. So, hopefully, they find success and carry the Bulldog name going forward. So, that was a great story. I'm really ha- happy to hear how it went towards the end. So, um, that was really nice, but. You said uh, Davey eventually would return back to uh, WWE in 94, 95. And uh, but you said during this time as well, there was the heart of family feud, so It was like Anvil and Owen against Brett and Davey. So growing up, like, I was thinking, was thinking, well, why is Uncle Anvil and me? Dad, why is Owen and Brett and things like that? It must have been so confusing for the kids watching it.
1: Yeah, do you remember, uh, was it SummerSlam '90? I can't Remember what, what, what it was a summertime where my dad and my mom went over the railing.
0: Oh, it was 94. Is that the one with the cage? I think, yeah, I think it's the one with the cage. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Oh, okay. and she, had, she had like a really bad fall as well.
1: Yeah, was it 93? <laughs> Bretton Owen had the match,
0: might, might have been 93. It's 93. okay, so might, so there was it might have been 93.
1: The one in 90, the one before that was when I was in England and we had watched it.
0: 94, I think,
1: and the 90
0: was,
1: was when she went over the railing.
0: That's right, that's yeah.
1: Cool uh i thought the whole time like that was a part of the and it was funny because i did an instagram live video because my mom like you know she went over that like whoa like yeah and my mom was like no i didn't know davey and i weren't expecting that i was like oh god but uh and it was funny because in that uh clip there jim's trying to unlock and like none of the keys are working and he's like ah shit and he's trying so bad not to say shit um but, yeah, I thought I thought Jim and Owen made such a good, like, uh, heel tag team. And, uh, yeah, I remember, like, when all the hearts the brothers got, they wrestled. Was that a Survivor Series or something?
0: Yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But, uh, yeah, uh, and then I remember when the Heart Foundation actually came together. And that was a really good time. I think people saw, like, how actually good they were on the mic. And, you know, they yeah they were and the comedic timing and uh uh presents that they gave that was really good and you know Brett was doing really good being a heel um yeah that was that was a fun time and uh yeah it was that was that was fun I was talking about that recently with somebody and you know it's 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 a bit sad because a lot of my dad's stuff you know I don't I, I don't really go back and watch it. Um, I mean, now that I've run his page, I've had to, you know, kind of know yeah. my history and look things up, and but you know, it makes me it makes me a bit sad because I'm like, you know, I wish we could just go back to that.
0: Yeah, it was because uh, yeah, that Canadian Stampede um, to me that was possibly the highest point for the Hart family, like in WWE, because mm-hmm. everything else what happened after that just you know wasn't the same. It Just get went down and. Uh, one of the things that did happen, which I, I suppose Harry would probably understand more than you because you were still young, but um, the Montreal uh, screw job. So mm-hmm. one second, you know, everyone's all in WWE, then all of a sudden that happened. And Brett, obviously Davey and Anvils left and went to WCW. So to, I can't imagine you had much of an idea. Or even like what was your dad's reaction after it happened, like when he got home? And obviously your mother's reaction was it like, can't believe they'd done this to brett or what was it like
1: uh i don't i think we didn't really like it didn't really come up like i didn't really understand what was going on i just know that like my dad was planning on leaving with brett yeah and and i didn't understand like why did my dad have to leave um you know i i didn't understand that um but from what my dad had told me he was like you know i'm gonna have more time off i'm gonna make more money it's just gonna be overall better and at that point when wwe was on uh like the dx like my mom and dad would be like go to your room you can't watch this like because it was for for more audiences and my dad was like you know (laughs) i guess wcw was more of the wholesome Product at the time and he was like, you know, I don't want my kids watching this and you know It's a bunch of stuff going on behind the scenes and it's just overall better and then you know when when that thing happened at survivor series. I think he was really thrown off. But at the same time. I think he kind of thought like Thought coming a bit because you yeah. know, they that whole uh, uh um, One night only, you know, my dad was yeah. supposed to in that and then it was like That's last right. month they pulled that so he was like, I think he was just like, okay. Well, what's next?
0: <laughs> what are they gonna uh, do?
1: Because there was so much animosity and stuff leading up to Survivor Series, and then that had happened. Yeah. And my dad knew that. Like Brett was like straight up like lied to, and you know they like was passing the buck and pointing fingers and blaming. And I was like, you all knew what you were doing except for. The Heart Foundation and Brett, like, you all knew what you were doing. And I think my dad was, like, disappointed. But at the same time, he was like, yeah, I think that's a big reason why he was like, you're not going into wrestling. Yeah. And he was like, that's just, you know, that's not the life I want for you. And uh, he had talked to me a bit, like, a while after um, about uh, Survivor Series and what had happened. But um, I can't really, like, it's kind of private. No problem. But, uh, yeah, but yeah, he we he,
0: yeah, he was fully aware of the deal. Yeah. And um, he went to WCW, and fortunately had that really bad accident where I think it was a back body drop or body slam. It was one or two, and he fell on like a trapdoor at Fallbril, which it was planned mm-hmm. for Ultimate Warrior to pop up. Did you know was a big difference, like
1: mm-hmm. in how
0: much pain he was in, like before and after? I would imagine because I know it, I knew for like that accident it really affected him afterwards so how much agony was he actually in
1: yeah um wcw that was um everything that it wasn't uh that they said <laughs> it was going to be but, but um yeah i remember he went he he <laughs> we went to spain and we went to benidorm spain and we went to england we were gone for like 2 months and yeah. wcw like this was like a 98 summer of 98 that's right they never yeah. called my dad to be like, hey, where are you? Like, well, wow. it's just really like there was just no rhyme or reason. Like, my dad was just kind of like, know well, what's going on? Um, and they kept like changing things last minute. Or, OK, Davey, we're going to need you for this. OK, we don't need you anymore. And It was a bunch of just uh, chaos. chaos. Chaos is the perfect word. Yeah,
0: that's, that's WCW, chaos.
1: Chaos. My dad was like, well, screw this. Like, let's go on a vacation.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I think he was like, whatever. I've, I've been sitting here in limbo, so we went, and his sister, Tracy, was not, she really wasn't doing good, and I think no. he wanted to see her and, you know, spend time with her, so we did that,
0: yeah.
1: and then I remember we came back, and we moved into our new house, and uh, I remember he just, like, wasn't the same, um, I didn't really watch that, I didn't really watch WCW much, I, I mean, didn't. now i been watching it more, because, you know, I've yeah. been adding of my dad and watching a bunch of mongo mcmichael stuff whoever thought that was a good idea to have them feud i don't know i mean i'm sure the guys i mean my poor dad having to lift up dead weight like a sack of potatoes and having to wrestle him after week after week
0: there's actually yeah i don't know if you can address it georgia there's a dedicated uh page on twitter called What what will mongo do next and it's like well like you say he's probably a nice guy but yeah I'm a nice guy. It doesn't mean I should be in the ring. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm a nice exactly. And I don't know if you've seen on WrestleBot, but they've got something called Mongo Mike Mongo Monday or something. Monday That's Mongo. It, yeah. <laughs> there it is. And then I remember he came home and just was um, he like wouldn't get out of bed for like days, and then like he was starting to get like and really out of shape, and he was just in a lot of pain. And, yeah. Uh, and I remember while well, that had happened, he got the infection in his spine. And you're looking back on that. My dad should have sued them. Because my yeah. dad never recovered from that.
0: Injury. No, that, no, that um, led gonna... towards everything else, pretty much. And yeah, he should have sued them, But it was um, just horrible. Like, you know, something like that can just happen. And like you said, it's like, he was in so much pain. So it was just horrible to see. And unfortunately, not long after this as well, Owen sadly passed away, you know, with a fall in that. So I can imagine because, mm-hmm. you know, your dad and Owen on screen, they was my favorite tag team for a long time because they were so funny, uh, throwing slop over at Legion of Doom and things like that. It was hilarious to watch, but when Owen sadly passed away, I can imagine that affected your dad so much.
1: Yeah, that, that, that had happened, and then, uh, so that had happened in October, I think, and then mm. his, was it, October-ish or sep- late September?
0: I'm, I'm not sure, because they swapped the um, things around. I don't know if it was like May, October, some of that. I, uh, but either way, you know, uh, it was I think fun,
1: but... it was like the fall. Yeah, because it was fall brawl. Right. So it was in the autumn. So when that happened, and then his sister Tracy died November 6th, twenty-seven. Right. So he had to go back and deal yeah. with that. And um, it was not good. And then his mom died in February of 99. And then Owen died May of 99.
0: That's it, May, yeah. So just a triple whammy, basically.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so it was just, like, one thing after another after another. And then when he went to rehab, then he got the morphine addiction and the painkilling addiction was from that. Like, it just completely, you know, it got out of control. And it was because of that. And he was not the same after that. And when he was in rehab, he got his uh, papers of a different WCW. Like, your contract's been terminated. Bye. My dad was like, wow. Okay.
0: It's actually a good thing that WCW went out of business. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was uh... like, just shouldn't have gone. But, you know.
0: But, uh, made his way back to the WWE, though. And uh, I suppose it would have been good this time because, obviously, you're a little bit older now and you can watch him. And he's wrestling the likes of The Rock and he's in the main event with, like, Triple H and things like that. So uh, what was it like to see him, you know, I think this would be, like, the third time round in WWE. So what was it like uh, seeing him uh, wrestling it The Rock? Was really,
1: it was really exciting. Um, we were all really excited for it. And I know he was tra- training really hard. And, yeah. you know, I feel... Like he went back, like maybe a bit too soon. I think maybe he should have like just taken some more time off, or maybe. But you know, my dad was the type like, if he wasn't wrestling or not working out, like he didn't know what to do with himself. Like he had, yeah, you know, that's what he knew. So yeah. it was like he was, you know, in a hospital bed for months and rehab, and it was like, oh, I just want to get back to what I know and what I love. And um you know, he was supposed to go back with Owen, and you know that didn't happen. Happen unfortunately. So. Yeah, he uh I remember I remember like watching him come back um live on SmackDown. It was one of the first Smackdown episodes and it That's was right. uh came in with Miss Big Big Boss Man and, you know, yeah. he uh, that that was really cool. And um, you know, it was it was a really an exciting time and I thought like, you know, this is the time for him to become world champion and like this that was going to be my dad's last run. Like he yeah. was gonna be done. And you know, he was gonna fulfill his contract and You know, I know he wanted to, uh, have a wrestling school and wanted to, um, open up a gym and, um, but yeah, you know, I had the biggest crush on The Rock. So I was like, oh my God, (laughs) The Rock, you know, that was, that was, was, uh, but it was, it was good. And, you know, seeing him watching, watching, looking back, there was like some pay-per-view I think was Unforgiven, him and The Rock. There's another one with him, The Rock, Stone Cold, Kane, Mankind, Big Show, Steve Austin and um you know he yeah. deserved he deserved to be in you know that those main event yeah that main event capacity so um you know i just i just wish it had worked out but um it didn't um but you know
0: cool. and um must have been around about this time then or i can imagine that he started training from the womb uh harry when uh i would imagine he was like training during his time or well, was he training as soon as he could walk, pretty much? <laughs>
1: With Harry, Harry, oh, um, my laptop's just dying, so I'm just plugging it. Um, yeah, so Harry was—he uh, had like built a little wrestling ring um, out of wood and screws. I remember that, um, and I remember um, oh, what else was he doing? He he just loved wrestling, and he loved wrestling dolls. Like I had the Barbie dolls, Harry had the wrestling yeah. dolls. And uh from as far back as I can remember, he just always was watching watching old stampede wrestling matches and you know, we would always watch wrestling together. You no, know, we'd be in the grocery aisle and he'd be doing the Bob Acklin chicken wing, whatever, that move on me. I was like his little wrestling dummy that he'd Well mommy look look what I can do to Georgia, look at this and Harry ah, help. It's like <laughs> But yeah, uh and then Harry had his first professional match, I think when he was eight years old. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was Rockyford Rodeo and um, for Stampede back in the. Oh, God, this was a long time ago. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know what he'd be doing if he wasn't wrestling.
0: But, and uh, sadly, before your father passed away, I know in fact he'd done like, he tagged a few times with your dad as well. So I can imagine that meant a world, not only to Harry, but also to your father, being able to, you know, tag father and son.
1: Yeah, it's funny that you say that because um, there was a Stampede wrestling show that I watched. It was on TV back in 2000, summer of 2000, and uh, Harry wrestled. And at the end of the match, my dad goes in there and he's like, you know, we're going to be the new British Bulldogs. <laughs> and that, that would have been so cool. And, uh, yeah, uh, and my dad's – the two last matches of my dad's ever was in Winnipeg, Canada for TRCW, and uh, yeah. it was with Harry. And uh, – yeah, they they were both really happy and excited to do it. And my dad was like, I think he's like, oh, thank God, Can <laughs> do something. And uh, my dad was supposed to go that autumn to England for a tour, for a wrestling tour. I had, somebody had sent me the pamphlet of it. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. So, and that's I think Wade Barrett was going to be meeting him, and because uh, Wade Barrett always says to me like, you know, your dad was my hero, and I was supposed yeah. to meet him and, um, on that on that tour and uh yeah i think it i think it meant a a lot to both of them i was actually re-watching those matches and my dad's in really good shape in it you know yeah he was passing away 10 days later but um yeah i'm just glad that they did that and there's you know footage of it
0: cool and um yeah and um eventually harry made his way to V and Pat, dying steve cousin natty and uh, tj uh how proud of you was like seeing your brother like teaming up with not only your cousin but one of your best friends growing up and like the three of them being successful and then at wrestlemania 6 um (laughs) let the the three of them helping brett out and your mother's there and all your family putting the smackdown on there vince that must have been great to watch
1: oh yeah wrestlemania 26 yeah yeah uh yeah that was really cool and you know they've been they'd all been training and doing things for so long and you know people it's crazy because if if you're a wrestler's daughter or a wrestler's son and you don't go into the business, it should be like people are like you should be doing that. You should be doing that. Why aren't you doing that? Why aren't you doing that? And then when you actually pay your dues and you train yeah. and you do it, people are like, oh, they got that handed to them. Yeah. That's so like the story of like a wrestler's child's life, you know uh but you know they those three worked really really hard and you know they they got they they did they paid their dues in the dungeon and um you know it wasn't easy for natty at all she was uh you know the only girl that <laughs> right, yeah. got into it and she had to yeah. wrestle with a bunch of guys and <laughs> there was no girls until maybe a little later on uh, <laughs> and you know she 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 made it work and she never gave up you know natty had a, a torn acl and she, uh, she was like, you know, maybe wrestling isn't for me, you know, it's just not really going anywhere. And, you know, I've been rejected time and time again and, you know, she kept on, she kept doing it and, you know, look at her now.
0: Yeah. I think she's one of the longest female wrestlers yeah. who's still on the roster. Like, uh, time span she's been in WWE, I'm pretty sure she's, if not the longest, one of the longest. So she's done unbelievably well. And, uh, TJ Tyson kid uh, for everyone who doesn't know TJs yeah. Tyson kid. Uh, he was doing so great. So before he yeah, had his unfortunate injury, but uh, he's been training and he seems to really be yeah. looking well with these training he, videos. So we yeah. never know.
1: He's like in the best shape of his life, and you know he had that unfortunate accident, but you know he's he's made it work, and he's taken the producer's role, and he's he's you know he's loving it. Um, yeah. and seeing them coming together, it was like you know this that when that match had happened and when the heart dynasty came together it was like finally you know finally there it's happening you know that what yeah. they've been coming up for you know since 2000
0: yeah i think i posted the video on instagram not long ago for uh, the three of them uh well tyson and uh harry when they won the uh tag team titles defeating the mm-hmm. uh, the miz and big show so yeah i can't believe that was 10 years ago already it was just crazy to realize how fast it's actually gone
1: I know. I'm like, oh, my God. I said that to Harry. I'm like, do you realize that that was 10 years ago that you guys became tag team champions? And he's like, I oh, no. Right. Whoa. Like, <laughs> oh like, you don't even, you know, think. It feels like that it was flies, yesterday.
0: Flies. Yeah. And uh, well, yeah. And the big news came last year. Unfortunately, everything has been delayed. But um, David boy, he was he's going to he's going into the Hall of Fame when oh, it does oh, finally oh, happen. I personally think it will happen at this year's WrestleMania one way or, or another. I reckon they will sort it out because uh, I know they was planning on moving it for SummerSlam, but obviously everything was still the way it was. So hopefully it finally gets done there uh, this uh, res- upcoming WrestleMania. But um, tell us the story. Like when you, uh, I think it was.
1: You know, NWO was announced, what, in November? Um, yeah. It was like November-ish. And with my grandfather's induction, that had happened, I think they knew about it, like, December. And then it was the next January. And then with my Uncle Jim, I think they kind of knew late in the year. So when this was all happening, like, when, you know, they were talking about the names, like, NWO, Batista, and then they did, like, the WrestleMania pre-ticket party here in Tampa at the Amelie Arena. And I was just kind of like, you know... If I had known about it or if, like, it was going to happen, it would be happening now. Like, I would know about it now. And I remember at the WrestleMania last year, Mark Carano was like, you know, what have you been doing to help your dad get inducted, you know? And I was like, um, a lot, actually. And he was like, (laughs) oh, that's, that's pretty cool. And he was like, well, you know, you never know what could happen. And I was like, well, you know, Harry and I do live in Tampa. And Davey lived in Tampa. And he's like, yeah, 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 you know. So it could be a possibility, but you know who knows. I was yeah. like, okay, and uh, I just kind of left it at that, and I didn't, uh, you know, just just tried to not expect anything. In life, what I'm learning is don't expect anything. No, you, things could be perfect, and you know, or things just don't expect anything. And I remember it came to February, like this is like getting like into maybe February fifth, sixth, and I sent to a friend of mine. I was like, I don't think it's going to happen. And they were like, there's still time. There's still time. Like, you know, don't, don't disqualify it yet. And I was like, mm, I think I would have known about it now. And I, I felt really discouraged and disappointed. And I was like, I just, I was like, well, if WrestleMania is here, I think I might go to England for a trip or go somewhere. Because I thought if they're having it here and doing the ceremony and doing all that, I don't want to be here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially like it's like it just felt like that's not. Don't agree with that. And then um, I went. I was t- paying, doing something up for my taxes. I was I was at an office, and Harry texted me, and he was like, "What kind of champagne do you want?" And I was like, "Oh, uh, for what?" And he's like, "Well, I got big news to tell you." I was like, "Okay." And uh, anyway, I come home, and he was he or he he was gone somewhere. And then he texted me and he's like, are you back at home? I was like, yeah. And he was like, okay, well don't leave because I got to tell you something. And I said, what is it? And he said, I've signed with AEW. <laughs> I was like, okay, AEW. And at this time, Harry was signed with another company and I was like, okay, well, he's really happy about it. And you know, the, You know, it's a new beginning, that's great. Yeah. You know, they're, they're really doing good. and." awesome he comes home and uh, he's like well I need, think we need to call our mom about this and tell her you know let's have us all be together for it I was like okay and he puts her on speakerphone and he's like so are you ready I've signed with AEW and she's like oh wow wow that's really good wow and we're like okay and I was like can I go now <laughs> like <laughs> talked about this and it's like okay oh. You know what I mean? And I was like, okay, cool. And then he was like, I'm just kidding. Davey's going into the WWE 2020 Hall of Fame. And I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, yes. I said, okay. Are you joking? Like, is this a joke? Like, what? I, I'm trying to follow what's going on. I'm so confused. He's like, no, I just, I just said that so you would come home and you, we would all be together. He said, because if, if I didn't tell you that, I know you wouldn't come or you be somewhere else and he was like and I wanted to make sure our mom was on the phone and I was like okay I was like I'm trying to get my head wrapped around this so you're not signing with AEW he was like no Davey's going to the Hall of Fame Mark Carano called me last week about it and I was like you're joking me and he's like sorry for the false finish but just kind of had to do it (laughs) and I was like I don't know why you had to tell me like that but (laughs) I was like oh, my God. He's like, but I'm going on the bump tomorrow to announce it and it's going to be live, so watch out. Watch for that. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's like, you can't say anything. And then I'm watching the bump and unfortunately um, they changed it last minute on the bump. There was um, right. some circumstances that it happened and they're like, we can't announce it right now. So you yeah. will be announcing it March 12th. March. And I was like, I have to wait nearly a month to tell yeah. everybody yeah, I mean, you can tell your granddad, you can tell your your, your family in England, but they can't tell anybody. I was wow. like, you're joking me!" And so, like, all over the internet, people were like, "Congrats! Is he inducted? What's going on?" I couldn't say anything, <laughs> and like, I wanted to scream to the world, like, "My dad is finally inducted," but I couldn't say anything about it. And I was like, oh, God. "And I just, I did not want to ruin anything," so I was like. <sighs> keep my mouth shut about it and be discreet. My family's like, so in England, they're like, so why can't we tell anybody? I'm like, because you can't. You can't right now. They haven't announced it. And they're like, so is he not going in? I'm like, he is going in. Well, why can't we <laughs> tell anybody? And I'm like, oh, God. So finally comes March 12th and I was in Las Vegas or I was on my way to Las Vegas and I see somebody tweeted, like, congrats, and it was, like, tagged Corey Graves' podcast. Right. Corey Graves, you know, Harry announced it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, that's my in to now announce it. And I did it. And uh, yeah, that's when I announced it. And I was so excited on my dad's, you know, it was like, it was like my birthday. It was like nonstop messages and celebratory messages and congratulations. And finally, and posts and videos. It was, it was really, really cool. And, you know, as far as I knew, the Hall of Fame was still happening. The WrestleMania was still happening. You know, the government of Florida was like, yeah, we're still going ahead with it. And then on my way back to Las Vegas, it was, like, COVID, you know. And then I yeah. got, saw a notification on my phone that, like, SmackDown will be taking place at the performance center until further notice, as is Raw, NXT. And I was like, Uh-oh. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, that's what happened there. And I thought maybe this was going to be, like, a two-week thing or a three-week thing or a month thing. I, I think all of us had no idea it was going to be – this yeah. long. so you know i guess my dad's going to be a 2020
0: 2021 <laughs> yeah it's uh happen <laughs> eventually <laughs> it's, uh...
1: yeah it will make it all the better when it actually happens because i feel like he is one of the ones who's just What's going on?
0: Can you hear me now? Hello? I can see you moving. Can you see me? So I just, um, basically.
1: Yeah, so with him, it was something that Hall of Fame induction was uh, long overdue. Should have happened. Time ago, but I feel like, you know, I hate the the term everything happens. Not not everything happens for a reason, but I feel like if it had happened now or happened then, things. I feel like now, with all of his social media and everything building up to it, and the fans' support and things that are going on with him, I feel like this Hall of Fame for him will be so much more special.
0: Yeah. Um, we I'm
1: trying to look at a positive. <laughs> so, yeah. um, you
0: know. Cool. So yeah, uh, so yeah, that was great to hear. And the uh, last two things I uh, talk about before we let you go. Um, so yeah, one person I forgot to mention uh, during the timeline was uh, Brian Pillman. I know you and Harry's best friends with uh, Junior, but uh, what was cause Bri- Bri- Brian's? Basically, the unofficial member of the Hart family. What was he like? To, uh, did you spend much time around him?
1: Um, I didn't see Brian Pillman much, but he's a really nice guy, and um, I could tell he was a really big animal lover. Um, the last time I had actually seen Brian Pillman was after the Canadian Stampede. Oh, I saw yeah. him then, and then I saw him um, at my grandfather's house, because we had a big uh, celebration at my grandpa's house after the Canadian Stampede. And I remember he was, like, cradling and holding a cat that we called Salty Smathers, He was a big, long-haired <laughs> cat. And it was just really cute, um, but yeah, that's my that was my probably my one and only memory of uh, Brian Pillman, and then I didn't really know um, you know much more. I, I think his wife came to my dad's funeral, and yeah. then heard Brian was getting into wrestling, and uh, yeah, I just knew he was like young and was training. I think he did some stuff at Lance Storm School. That's and then right you know, next thing you know, it's, I meet him at MLW and it was like, we had known each other forever. It was like, Oh my yeah. God, family. Finally we we're united. Um, oh. yeah, he's, he's a really good, a really good, I want to call him a kid, but he's not a kid. <laughs> Brian yeah. Jr. But, uh, he's, he's a really good, uh, he's a good, good guy. He's a really good guy. And he's for the, the short time he's been wrestling. He's, you know, he's really good. And he's grown he and bounds. You know, you look at his gear, you know, he's got the mullet that's come back.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Make it that popular again. And he's got like you know, he's got some qualities of his dad, but he's also come into his own, I feel like.
0: That's right. That's good to hear. So uh I wanna leave it on a high note as well. So your father and Owen, uh, Ribbon uh, is legendary with some legendary stories. So uh What's the best story, like, you've heard of what your father and Owen's done or what you've heard?
1: Uh, the best story I've heard is probably uh, when Owen and my dad put um, the, the Henry Godwin's Billy Goats in Vince's office. And yeah. It up and destroyed, like, a bunch of his paperwork. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And when Vince went in there, Vince was like, Owen, bulldog. Like he knew, but it was like (laughs) such an innocent, funny, and they're like, (laughs) meh, like chowing down and gumming down on the the papers. That's probably my favorite. Uh, Yeah. You can hear a prank of theirs that was, uh, I think it's on YouTube, and I also put it on my dad's page, but it was like just them calling a bunch of different hotel rooms in the Boston area and uh, calling a bunch of different wrestlers and like, hi, we want to deliver a pizza to you, and like, oh no, we didn't order a pizza. Well, you know, it's getting delivered, and we need it. And, you know, I'm uh, counting on these tips, and I'm working on commission. Okay, well, I didn't order a pizza. Ma'am, you're killing me here. That's just
0: like
1: <laughs> a bunch of stuff like that. Like, I'll put you on with my manager. My dad <laughs> goes on, and you hear his, uh, what, his what he does. And uh, this is really funny. Just I guess, like, when you're on the road so much, and I know Owen, like, had bad insomnia. Yeah uh it was like hey what can we do
0: (laughs) yeah
1: but it's funny because my brother like his life i swear to you is just prank calling people maybe all right maybe uh... (laughs) i didn't do him any favors there but he my brother calls like he calls my mom's boyfriend nonstop. yeah from pranks and uh now now my mom's boyfriend has like some call block (laughs) but like he (laughs) loves it she just loves it so funny
0: You've probably heard of it. Did you ever hear this, uh, the Amir Johnson one? What, you yeah. in there? what? Oh no, I there's a new one for you to put on your page. So, uh, Amir Johnson, I think he'd done an interview many years ago. I've been trying to contact him one way or another to get on my show, but anyway, so, he got um, a phone call from it was some, like, chat show, like the Jay Leno show, something like that. And they was like, right, uh, buy, uh, this was the night before. They said, right, you're going to have to buy yourself a nice suit. And we're going to send a limo round to the uh, entrance to the hotel to pick you up, and then you know for you to come onto the show. And he's all excited, uh, like he's going to be on this chat show. So he said that he went out, got himself a two or three thousand dollar suit. He said he was looking really good. So he's at the entrance of the hotel and he's waiting. He's waiting. So Davy and Owen, it's <laughs> come up. They said, "Oh, you look nice, Ahmed. Yeah, seem good. Oh yeah, what time's the chat show starting?" And uh, he said, oh, it starts at nine. Limo's uh, supposed to be coming around soon. So uh, David and like, okay, then uh, hopefully we'll see you on there. So a few minutes has gone by. And then Ahmed's thinking, I didn't tell anyone else that I'm going on the chat show. (laughs) Also, when it came out, they're the guys who made the call. And he's got himself a new suit and everything. And he was waiting outside the hotel for like an hour. Oh God! (laughs) it was a pretty good one the way he said it and uh apparently like brett came to came to him afterwards and he said they're only ribbing you because they like you they only rib people they actually like so uh i always thought that was such a fun story when i heard it
1: it's true because they they print called bob holly one of the clips but like my dad and bob holly were like really good friends but it's true it's because they liked him (laughs) but just like my my mom's boyfriend like harry loves him but harry's like oh action will I get from him now. And it's like a little <laughs>
0: thrill. <laughs> I'm like oh god. <laughs> okay. I'm actually trying to make a uh, montage cuz uh funny enough you mentioned Henry Godwin I interviewed him a couple months back and um I've got a, a Owen and davy story from him and like from Duke drosey So when the when I get enough of them I'm actually going to make a big uh, video of just Owen and Bulldog um, pranks. That would so be uh, cool. I'll be sure to tag you in it but Please. that's the end of it so uh social media your own social media not obviously uh
1: bulldogs so uh my social media it's not as exciting as my dad's because it's kind of private <laughs> but uh, it's uh at georgia j smith um that's my instagram my twitter is um at georgia smith 87 i have a facebook page that's uh facebook.com um slash georgia smith 7 if you guys couldn't really tell i like 7 because i'm born in 87 <laughs> and my dad's uh, Instagram is at. People are always like, "This is the longest name ever," but it's the name, and it's the only one available. So it's at yeah. the British Bulldog Davy Boy Smith, and he's got a Twitter. It's at at underscore Davy Boy Smith, and his uh, Facebook is just Davy Boy Smith.
0: Cool, that's great, and yeah, uh, great having you on Georgia. Absolute pleasure. Like doing, uh, listening to your stories of your father. Oh, good. I'm yeah. glad you yep. enjoyed. Your whole family, the Harts, Smiths, all of them. And their, the story about Dynamite, like you's making up, uh, you know, use patching up things towards the end. Uh, that was great for me as well to listen to. So absolutely I had a pleasure speaking to you. And yeah, uh, whenever, if you ever you want to come on again or even, uh, yeah. one, like, uh, I would love it. I, I was actually meant to interview you, uh, Dinah, um, a few weeks back, uh, but I, I don't know what happened. Like, uh, <laughs> she never turned up. <laughs> um, so uh I, I don't know if so got
1: as well she was here um visiting but um yeah she's um just keep on at her at her
0: <laughs> oh, she, fine.
1: she had no idea
0: oh it's fine i'm sure she was busy so it's all right but yeah i'm sure there's something out but yeah uh thanks very much again and hopefully we can do this again
1: yeah i'd love to my dad's got some uh things on the go so when i can announce that and talk about it and push it i would love to come back
0: hey everyone thanks for listening hope you enjoyed it please don't forget to also head over to our youtube channel where you can watch all our interviews and video format and catch our top 25 countdowns and if you could like and subscribe that'd be even better for us and don't forget to follow us on twitter and on instagram at that 90s wrestling podcast
1: until next time we'll see you then bye